0: the weekly feed. feed feed music news it is uh january 31st we've done it we've done a month into the future we've made it Aaron Keane.
1: 2014
0: congratulations hey before we start give me the update on the book Aaron keen's new book
1: oh the yeah the new book is um we're about six weeks out from its release it's called demolition of the promised land it's being mm-hmm. published by typecast publishing those beautiful letterpress um, lovingly hand assembled books so it's like vinyl that you read
0: <laughs> are you gonna do like a big drunken party for it like a CD release party um, for your book I don't I, I mean, that. they do book Maybe, releases. I mean, do right? Yes, there will
1: yet. be a book party. I don't yeah. know. Maybe I can convince my friend Greg to play some Springsteen songs on the ukulele for us. That might be as wild as it gets.
0: There was once, dear listener, a song that Aaron Keen and Sean Camming, Cannon came up with uh, about the uh, ukulele playing squirrel.
1: Oh, that no. Well, that was that was a Joanna Newsom hidden track. That's true. Yes, yeah. and and Joanna Newsom stars in with her squirrel band.
0: We have that somewhere in the archives. It's, it's brilliant. It it's brilliant. Yeah. All right. I'm going to make that my ringtone. Uh, let, let's start out with the sad news. We lost one of the uh, greatest icons uh, of uh, of all of music, but he was definitely a folk icon. He was a protest icon. We're talking about Pete Seeger, who passed away at 94 years old.
1: Yeah. I mean, you know, what can you say about Pete Seeger's legacy that hasn't already been set on NPR for 48 hours <laughs> straight, including the BBC? But um, he's, you know, the, the one thing that I think needs to be emphasized about Pete Seeger is that he was a worker, man. I mm-hmm. mean, he got out there and and um, and continued to play. Um, you know, he it, showed up at festivals constantly and, like, would they just be strolling around with his banjo afterwards? Like, there was no point where, even after Pete Seeger became a living legend, that I think mm-hmm. that he operated under that or thought, like, well, this is where I get to kick back and live in my man cave and, you know, reap all the spoils of my <laughs> amazing, you know, American comedy right. manifestos.
0: What, what a great way to, to actually be able to live your life. Like, he probably hit his 60s and 70s. That's when everybody started calling him the living legend. And he still got, you know, 30 years on that to enjoy it. I mean, uh, in his 90s, he was still leading marches. Like uh, There was a story of, a, it was like last year or something, that he was playing a show at, at a local festival for him. He gets off the stage and leads a march into the center city. His son said uh, he was even chopping wood last week, uh, still chopping wood out in the yard, 94 years old. And I think one of the f- my favorite things, uh, and I forget who said this, but the, he said it's one of the few people on earth who actually lived what he sang about. He lived simply, you know, a little place right on the Hudson River. Uh, Pete Seeger, uh, who gave us—we don't even realize half the people, I think, around uh, realize that he gave us the songs of our kindergarten youth. Oh, wow.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Especially if you went to kindergarten in the 70s where it was okay to sing (laughs) communist anthems (laughs) like this land is your land. Um, Not a Seeger song, but still. Though he did play a lot. Yeah. Uh, You know, we
0: had uh, old Dan Tucker. That was him. Yeah. You know, old—
1: I, yeah, I mean, if you if you really want to revisit Pete Seeger's greatest hits, just go, um, honestly, just go get Springsteen's <laughs> Seeger Sessions. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, it's great, great, great sing-along.
0: Yeah, uh, plenty of tributes, including uh, Seeger, who put it out there. You know, Tom Morello did uh, some nice stuff. Uh, Neil Young has said plenty. I mean, he, once again, you can find the DNA of Pete Seeger in nearly every artist that exists today. And I don't care what genre you're talking about. If you look hard enough and, and search far enough, you're going to find the DNA of Pete Seeger.
1: Yeah, I mean, would that would that more of um, the folks carrying his DNA actually paid attention to how he lived his life, and mm-hmm. you know, used him as more of a, a role model for things like lifestyle and contributions to culture? Yeah, that's a challenge. Kids yeah. live up to it.
0: Now, the the flip side for the funny here is there was a big Twitter thing where a lot of people had thought Bob Seeger died because they had never heard of Pete
1: Seeger. Yeah, that was a fun <laughs> that was a fun joke, which was just like you know, I mean, my when I. <laughs> When I saw that Pete Seeger died, I thought, "Oh, that's sad." But he's 94 and he lived a long life. And also, um, you know, who can forget how inspirational it is when you know you march all the way up to the steps of the Capitol. Someone pulls out the guitar and leads all 100,000 of you in a rousing rendition of "Night Moves." <laughs> that that's gonna that's really gonna tell the man that we mean business. Mm-hmm. It's That old
0: time rock and roll, there. Exactly. Yeah, Bob Seeger is still alive. <laughs> Uh,
1: <laughs> against against all odds, we checked. We ran a mirror. We ran a mirror under his nose. Even
0: against all odds, that was actually Phil Collins, who we're going to talk about later on. We're going to get the uh, Phil jacket Collins. jacket now required. Yeah, yeah, we're going to get that later. Uh, first off, though, Prince still waging war on the internet. Still still angry at the internet, Prince. The small man that he is is still shaking his fist at the internet.
1: Prince is my favorite because he 's just like messing with people at this is. point
0: so there was, there are some fans who he caught uh bootlegging and trading one of his old shows. It was a show from the eighties, not even a recent thing um and and they caught him doing it and there was twenty two of these people that he caught and he said i don 't care if you like me or not you 're all going to pay me one million dollars because you know Prince needs the money <laughs> so yeah. he 's so so he says, you're all going to be, I'm suing you for $1 million. And that was a few days ago. And then two days after, he went, nah, just kidding. Nah. <laughs> just kidding.
1: Here's the thing, kids. This is what you need to know. You're on notice. Okay, yeah. that's what Prince is telling you right now. Like, this was your freebie. This was your get out of jail and or pay Prince $1 million card. Yeah, right. <laughs> you need to scrub from existence <laughs> anything out there that you are hosting, torrenting, even Sharing on YouTube under your, under your own handle. Um, anything related to Prince, the only, um, the, the only likeness of Prince that you are free to share with that attribution of his on the internet is uh, gifts of him giving you the side eye.
0: <laughs> and oh, I'm going to put it on the side of a building one day. That's what it's getting. Somewhere in Minneapolis, that, that picture Prince's, right there. Prince's yeah. Twin Cities. So let's get the update on uh, our little favorite, uh, Bieber. A little favorite people who may not be in America anymore oh if God. a petition gets its way.
1: It's like, I know it's all, it's February almost, but um, it feels like Christmas Day. <laughs> because I think we might get to deport Justin Bieber. Like, Canada might have to actually take him back. Do you think
0: Canada would Canada would probably take him back? I
1: mean, they have to. Yeah. They have to. They can do it with him whatever they wish. Yeah, um, they because he might be facing, I don't know, I mean, I know he's facing some legal troubles up there, too. He just turned himself in. I'm sure there's like whatever Canada calls a war. Warrant, you know, and you're on notice, eh? Um, <laughs> for um, the he, you know, assaulting a limo driver, right?
0: Right. Um, and, th- and this goes back. Uh, he eggs a neighbor's house. Because that's what kids do.
1: It's a a slippery slope, guys. Yeah, Yeah, you You start start out egging egging and then then you end up being pulled over by the Miami Police Department for drag racing in a Lamborghini Lamborghini with drugs in your system. Yeah,
0: Yeah, drugs in a system.
1: This is what your guidance counselor was trying to tell you when you were skipping (laughs) class and he hauls you in and he's like, look, one of these days if you don't shape up, you're going to get deported to Canada. And you were like, wait, what? How did we get here? (laughs) So the thing
0: is, yeah, so there's this major petition and it's, 70,000 at least, and maybe, I didn't count the zeros, 70,000 000 or 700,000 people have signed this petition to deport Justin. Now, he's an easy target, for one. He is an easy yes. target. And if, if we deported every single uh, kid who, who, you know, got famous uh, and, and had a little bit too much power too early, uh, then we may have lost some of our favorite people. But uh, but like what kind of antics could Bieber get into in Canada? Here's the thing, like that, it could Bieber. Be safe.
1: Like like here's the thing. You have to ha- you have to give us something in trade here if we're gonna put up with your. Um Your your drunken drag racing public endangerment self, if we're going to have to spend tax dollars processing you through our legal system over and over again on basically because you're a public nuisance, you have to give us something better in return. You have to make it worth our while to keep you around. Okay, You know, if the FBI wanted to keep tabs on John Lennon, well, you know. big stupid waste of money and yet look what he gave us while he was here. You know, (laughs) fair trade. Fair trade, Justin. It's all we're asking for.
0: Yeah, he's not going to. We're not going to get that. Mm. That's fine. Uh, th- th- you you brought this story to me. This amazing story of uh, so Lord is having a good run right now.
1: Speaking of young young right. performers who are not making total asses of themselves, yeah, Lord's
0: having a good run. She just cleaned up on the Grammys. Uh, her her uh, debut record, Pure Heroine, s- selling through the roof. Cover uh, of the
1: Rolling Stones. Seems
0: like uh, she's got a good head on her shoulders right now.
1: Maybe too good of a head, Kyle.
0: Mm. Whatever do you mean, Aaron?
1: Well, there's a sizable portion of people who A were just seeing Lord for the first time, I believe, at the Grammys, and that's the thing the Grammys can do is take people mm-hmm. that like I and, did that it, with
0: Katie Muskrat, Musgrave. Yeah, I did the same thing, yeah. That
1: is a dumb joke. <laughs> that is a dad joke right there, Kyle. I'm a dad. You are a dad. You are a dad. We'll come back we'll come back to that, Phil Collins. Um <laughs> it's now now, like dumb people on twitter basically Uh like show their first reactions to um to musicians that people who've been paying a little more attention are already kind of used to and people were like dude no way she's like 16 17 what is is she 16 or 17 17. she just turned 17 yeah Yeah. 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 twitter's not having it twitter was saying like no way that girl is 26 27 at the youngest (laughs) So there's a lot to well, unpack here. What is it that people are saying? I mean, that
0: happened with Carly Rae Jepsen, though. Like, like she played young and ends up being. I mean, right. Not I mean, she, she ever yeah. said she was young, but, but like, she played young.
1: right. And I think people are used to seeing, like, if they see somebody who claims to be 16 or 17. Mm-hmm. Um, The 90210 scenario. Right. Then they're going to expect them to look really young, you know, really baby faced. I mean, think about when Taylor Swift first made a big splash and how young she was. You know, they they expect you to look like Selena Gomez. Sorry, probably poor choice here, but whatever. When she was first making a splash, you got the baby face and you got the like sweet look and everything. And Lord is just actually a person and people have different shaped faces. (laughs) <laughs> um, so I'm sorry, internet, but that she looks more mature to you. She probably does not get carded very frequently when she's in the U.S. because she does have, like, she's getting pretty ang. She's got high cheekbones, mm-hmm. pretty angular face, mm-hmm. you know. Um, can
0: we just say that this is Donald Trump? I mean, the dude has yeah. no B game. He has nothing else to do now that you know he, he can't rail on uh, you know the president for this. His only thing to do is find someone else, and he just happened to turn on the TV that day, thinking he was on. Well, he's like, "Oh, I'm on. What is this? Who is this?" Well,
1: the best part of it is is how like I think one of the, uh, Gawker or Jezebel or somebody actually just like paid the 17 bucks to get her a copy of her birth certificate because you can do that, right, you know, and is right. like and then put it up online. Like, come on, folks, this. Is, and then people are like. Nah, this is a media conspiracy. So I don't know if this is all a left-wing liberal media conspiracy to fool you into thinking a 27-year-old woman is really 17 for no reason at all. But there you go. There
0: you go. Uh, I w- I, we're building up to this for no good reason. But uh, So Phil Collins, anyway, we keep talking about Phil Collins. Uh, so he's come out of retirement. Phil Collins come out of retirement.
1: Ooh, did you know Phil Collins was retired?
0: Yeah, that's a thing. Or had
1: you just not heard from him yeah. in a while?
0: So Phil Collins was retired. He's been... Uh, you know he's been staying at home in his basement. He he does something like he collects like uh like uh, World sightings. War One memorabilia and UFO sightings and something yeah. like this. And anyway, so Adele, who's also about to start writing her, her new record, says, "Oh wow, Phil Collins is coming out of retirement. I, I want to write with Phil Collins. And why not?" Said so she's been listening to the uh, like Tarzan soundtrack a lot, and uh, <laughs> and wants to replicate that. <laughs>
1: My God! So, what? so her. People, wait, wait, wait! Nuh-uh, shut up. That's a lie. I'm not kidding. You're kidding I'm me. Okay, kidding. so face value exists in the world, yeah. but Adele's been listening to the Tarzan song.
0: Okay. So, uh, so she says she gets her people to call Phil's people, which these days is Phil.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's Phil, you're Phil's, Phil's housekeeper. Phil's housekeeper.
0: Yeah, maybe Phil's kids. I don't know. And says, uh, says, hey, Phil Collins. Uh, you know, the people says, uh, Phil uh, Adele wants to write with you, and Phil says, who?
1: hmm this is sh- but no first he said okay right like you could be anybody you could you could be a 17 year old new zealand pop star <laughs> pretending to be a 30 year old he wouldn't know first yeah, he, he says know. yes and then he says who <laughs> which is totally shades of paul mccartney yes, yes, of course. and the foo fighters right. where he was like i had no idea who these nice young men were dave girl nirvana what <laughs> like i had no idea but they invited me in and they were so sweet to me and so mm, we played together and no. that was nice which makes you think Like, what's stopping you from calling Phil Collins up? You, listener who likes to write songs in your room at night. You could do this. You could do it. Mm -hmm. I mean, you could probably make, if you can get his housekeeper's phone number, you could co-write your next album with Phil Collins.
0: You know, he's just a second late because there was that early 2000s where every rap star in the game worshipped Phil Collins and wanted to uh, redo In the Air tonight. It was Scarface and In the Air Tonight. That was the two favorite things of every hip-hop artist. He's just late of getting on that boat.
1: Yeah, now everyone just wants to work with the um, the guy in the gorilla the suit. The guy from Tarzan. The guy in the gorilla <laughs> suit who did the, the drum solo in the Cadbury commercial to In the Air Tonight. You know what I'm talking about with the nostrils flaring? I do. Yeah. So um call Phil Collins housekeeper. She'll set it up for you.
0: Educate me on Queen B. What's she up to? Well,
1: I can't do that, but if you matriculate at Rutgers University, you can now um stick another rock and roll U class under your belt. Um uh Rutgers, a professor is um uh teaching um who lectures in the Department of Women's and Gender Studies, is teaching a course called Politicizing Beyoncé. Um, which is going to use her music and career to explore American race, gender, and sexual politics. So this isn't about um, Beyonce's political yeah. you know like like, um, like you performing could... at inaugural balls or whatever but this is about like what does beyonce's music what is her public persona mm. what is her video presentation all of this what how can you read this in a women and gender studies um, yeah and... like
0: you couldn't have done this with Rihanna I guess well you
1: could actually you, it, it, you could like... but it's I mean it, like and if you were doing just a more a general course on um, on I uh, you know uh, black feminism, You know, from or portrayals of black women in media right now, or Mm -hmm. what have you. Like, you could compare and contrast, say Beyonce and Rihanna, and see like how the different um, how the different careers are presenting themselves, and like what you can, what commentary you can derive on the state of um, of feminism in America right now and black feminism. I just think think it's unfair with
0: Beyonce using her as the example, and I'm not discrediting Beyonce at all when I say this. But what you know, they're picking essentially the most powerful. Black woman in all of the world. No, but that's why they're, they're that, That's why, like she, it doesn't take anything for her to shatter ceilings. Like she was a famous pop star who matched up with another super famous pop star, and suddenly it became you know a mega transformer.
1: Right. I think you're misunderstanding what the course is actually going to do with Beyonce's career okay. here. It's not about studying how she got to where she is and uh, holding her up as an example. It's more like saying, um, okay, well, let's look at the lyrics of this song and say, like, what, what, what is she saying? About, um, about you know, like w- what can we sort of learn about uh, being a woman, mm-hmm. being a black woman, mm-hmm. drunken um, sexuality, right. um, gender, <laughs> and it's basically about inter- those intersections of race, gender, um, sexuality right now in America. I'm and learning so how to grind Beyonce, a surfboard because Beyonce is so <laughs> is so high profile. That's why yeah. she's particularly interesting All right, I right see, now. I see. Yeah,
0: grinding my surfboard. Mm, that's if you didn't know. Aaron Keene, that's, that's the name for Jay-Z's penis. <laughs> oh, is
1: that, oh, is it really? Oh, is it really? <laughs> all right, I want to wrap this up
0: on the, uh, the Beatles reunion. Um, after the Grammys, the day after the Grammys, they taped this anniversary special. We, we, we've talked about this before, 50th anniversary of the Beatles coming to America to play the Ed Sullivan Show and all that went along with that. So basically, all they had to use were the people that were at the Grammys, which means that You know, you got your get, pick
1: and slimmed right there. You're going to
0: get Maroon 5 opening it up. You're going to get Katy Perry Singing Beatles tunes.
1: I I mean, if you like that sort of thing. Keith Urban
0: doing Beatles songs. But at the end of it, you do get the payoff, which is seeing, you know, the the two old guys that is, McCartney and Ringo, get together with a little help from my friends. Hey, Jude, the big sing-along with everybody coming out. So if that's a thing to you, it's going to happen. But I got to say, for me, the entire night is going to be all about Eric Idle, he of Monty Python fame who comes out to reprise his uh, trench coat-wearing news reporting man and totally kind of backhands the Beatles in favor of the Ruddles?
1: Oh, the Ruddles! The Ruddles! That'll be the joke that so many people on Twitter are not going to get. It's going <laughs> to happen. It's going to be wonderful to see. Like, did Eric Idle just mispronounce the name of the Beatles?
0: Uh, they're not going to know who Eric Idle is. for the one. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Did that guy, did that newscaster, no. oh, my God. It's going to be like 7 the seven-layer dip of jokes missed.
0: <laughs> I, I feel like they, they did mess up of uh, not being able to— do, do the whole kid thing. Do the kid thing because Danny Harrison's going to be up there, and and Sean uh, Lennon and Yoko are in attendance. Uh, I don't know why they didn't pull you know and do the whole thing because you, you can never do that. But if there ever was a time, I feel like that's the time, like fiftieth anniversary of the Beatles. Maybe they tried Who knows? and the,
1: and the and the kids were like, yeah, I don't think that's the way to do it. <laughs> like <laughs> like I don't I don't want to get dragged into this pageant. <laughs> kids bop the Beatles. Mm, yeah. That yeah. Could be a thing. Well, just put Katy Perry in a Mob Top wig. <laughs> Can't we do that? It's the same thing. Basically.
0: It's the same thing. All right. She I-
1: would be playing Paul, though, so you have a casting issue.
0: Aaron Keane, thank you very much. Thanks. It's good God. to see you next week.
1: Kyle Meredith smells funny. The kid's going to be far out. On the weekly feed. You're a little bit higher than me is going to be the new Justin Bieber single. He's just going <laughs> to embrace his bad boy image.
0: He's going to do a, uh, a Rastafarian that's uh, so the track next
1: with snoop lion yeah, with that's snoop lion if he's lucky <laughs> he's not fit to carry snoop lion's bong